Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. Hello, coach. How are you? Doing great. Uh, got a little rain. Need a little bit more? Yes. The weather's coming in. Looks oh, like. yeah. I Fall. love it. Yep. Water the plants and then cool off, baby. That's it. About it. How are you? Did you enjoy your, uh, I guess we had an off week for most people last week. but Yeah, I did. Did nothing. Uh, it was great. Perfect. I love those. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about Arkansas and Auburn this week. Six straight times the Hogs have lost to the Tigers. Eight out of nine, I believe, is what I read this morning. Bottom line is Auburn's had their way with the Hogs, and Arkansas is favored on the road. So it's been a minute since they've been in this position. We were just debating, too. Like, if things go well and Arkansas wins and then wins again, could be favored the remainder of their games this season. Hmm. A lot depends on LSU-Alabama. You know, if LSU pulls off the stunner, beats Alabama at home the week before, then LSU's going to jump way up in the rankings, and they'll be favored. I don't know that. I don't. I wouldn't be committed to that. I still think Arkansas at home, if they win two more games, you, you're talking about beating at Auburn, and then you beat Liberty, right? Yeah. I still think they could be favored. It may be a it may be a toss up game. Hey guys, they got to go to Auburn, Alabama. Let's start there. <laughs> All right, they got to go to SEC West on the road to a team that they've not had a lot of success with the last. Uh, half dozen or so years. Does that matter at all? It does a little bit. Uh, not so much, I think, for Arkansas. I, I don't know that they've got, but I think Auburn will feel that energy that we've been there, done that against these guys. Even the players that are young into the program, they know that they've had success. The people before them have had success. So I think that's an advantage for Auburn, knowing that, hey, we've got them at our place. We've had some success against these guys in the past. I don't know if this has been talked about much, but Auburn had an open date this week. Is that right? Yep. Yep. So all the things I'm going to say about Arkansas can hold true for uh, for Auburn. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you rested your starters. You had extra week to self-scout, game plan, work with your depth, get kids in the training room, get back in the weight room, um, you know, uh, put in a wrinkle or two, you know, that maybe – uh, you've set up and haven't actually called yet on both offense and defense, maybe a different blitz scheme. So really and truly, I think the first uh, quarter will be a little bit of a feeling out process by both teams because you can you can anticipate maybe a few different things from both programs since they've had basically two weeks to each to prepare for this game. But with that said, Arkansas can run the football. Uh, Auburn has not been prolific at stopping the run. We saw that against Ole Miss uh, a couple of weeks ago. But they do have SEC players on defense. Typically, their front force physical. I'm not sure about their depth and linebackers and secondary, that second and third level. But uh, but Arkansas can push the line of scrimmage, and that's where it's won. I think um, defensively, Arkansas, I would suspect, would stack the box. I don't think we're going to see a, 
rush three, drop eight too much. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to stack the box. Tank Bigs- Bigsby is a problem. Uh, he's a quality back. Uh, he'll be an NFL back. He's a proven back. And I think they'll put it in the uh, quarterback's hands and say, okay, you're going to have to beat us uh, throwing the football. Now, he is athletic, so that could be a concern. Um, but I do like the Razorbacks on the road. But I do think it may be closer than uh, maybe we all think because going on the road in the SEC West mm-hmm. is tough for anybody. And uh, uh, even with a great team. And right now, Arkansas you know, may be hitting their stride. We'll find out. Uh, but you are going on the road um, in a place that you haven't had a lot of success. And so uh, I think Arkansas wins it, but I think it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a typical slobber knock type of football game. This is they've gotten just terrific quarterback play. Yes, awful. Fifty-two percent as a team passing the football. Ashford has thrown the majority for just over a thousand yards. Forty-seven point nine percent. Nineteen twenty-three called. They want their numbers back. Right. That's um, amazing. He's got five interceptions, four touchdowns. Yeah. So also I, not good. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think that'll be Arkansas's approach: is let's let's do everything we can to stack the box. Stop their run game, yeah. which is Bigsby, Bigsby's and make the quarterback tough. beat us. Yeah, make the quarterback beat us with his arm, and um, he has not proven he can do that at Arkansas. I guess he's an Oregon transfer. I think he's yes. Ashford. Is that his name? Robbie Ashford. Yeah, they swap quarterbacks. I think yeah, so. they did. They did yeah, not yeah. win that swap. Yeah, Coach? no. How about Bo Nix? We were just talking about that off. Bo Nix is uh, the greatest quarterback in college history comparatively to what they're dealing with now. I saw something. Who was the Heisman Trophy winner from Oregon? The quarterback Mariota. Did he, did he win it? Yeah, he yeah, won it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I was thinking uh, – You were thinking Harrington. I saw the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you were Joe thinking Harrington. They campaigned him and didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Go ahead. And I saw, I saw a graphic. Oh, my goodness. Bo Nix's numbers just – They're exactly – I mean, basically what Mariota did, he's doing right now. Uh, wow. But, but at a higher level, I think, for yeah. you know, touchdown passes, you know, the offense is different. But, uh, man, you got to give Bo Nix credit. Yeah, you as know, a team, Auburn has thrown 10 interceptions and has five touchdowns between all the quarterbacks. Yeah, so Arkansas, you know, if I'm sitting there – Make the quarterback beat me with his arm. Now, he is athletic. That does pose problems. You know, get out on the perimeter and scramble or get through a first line of defense. And uh, But you got to stop Bigsby. If you stop Bigsby consistently, you like your chances. But, again, it's the SEC West opponent on the road. It's going to be physical. I looked up Auburn's numbers. They're dead last in the SEC in run defense. Yep. They're giving up 204 yards a game. Now, uh, those totals were skewed a little bit after playing Ole Miss. But Arkansas and Ole Miss are very similar offensively. They are. What can, Ar- can Arkansas learn a lot from watching that Ole Miss game? No question about it. Um, I think that Auburn probably thought Arkansas, I mean, uh, Ole Miss was going to throw the ball more than they did. And their approach was to run the ball. I think they only threw it like 19 times in that game, maybe. Dart, I think, threw it 19 times. But, yeah, Arkansas can learn a lot from that game. Um, but so can Auburn, too. They're, you know, they know Arkansas is going to come in intentionally to run the football. So uh, they're going to try to stack the box as well and make Jefferson beat him with his arm. Now, he's had more success doing that, and if they keep the same philosophy and let the offense free flow like they did against BYU, I think they'll have some success throwing the football. Again, I like Arkansas in this game. I don't know what the point spread is. I mean, you would know that. Okay. Um, But I do think it's going to be a typical SEC West football game. Very physical, hostile crowd. Um, Now you're making the suggestion, assuming the quarterback will play. Jefferson? Yeah. He'll play. Unlike last week. Yeah, he'll okay. play. You screwed us on that Arkansas yeah. State pick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Arkansas State. Let's um, not. <laughs> well, listen, If when you lose your starting quarterback, everything's off the table. I, I made a, a pick earlier this year, and I suggested that you take this team, and then it's game day. It's like, oh, it's the Kentucky game. And then it's like, yeah, oh, Levis, Levis is not playing. It's yeah. like, 
Hey, you probably need to tweet that, that pick, folks. Yep. Don't want to. Don't want to put the. Yeah, let's go ahead and not not wager on that. So Arkansas State clearly does not have a backup quarterback. They feel good about. I don't know what Blackman's status is for this week. I know the whole team's pretty beaten up. They've yep. talked about it, but yeah, yikes. they they're beat up. Quarterbacks dinged up. Uh, not on a good path right now. You know, I travel around the state doing some different things uh, right now, and a lot of the faithful have lost faith. Yeah. And it's starting to show in home attendance. It's going to continue to show. Um, You know, they've got a very good South Alabama team coming to Jonesboro. They're a home underdog. Uh, You look up and down their schedule. If they get the quarterback back, I mean, if they can get a couple of wins down the stretch, I think that's about what you can expect. But you've got South Alabama, Troy. I mean, you've got some good football teams left to play. And um, just disappointed because I watched Lafayette play Marshall the week before, and I was just not super impressed with – uh, with either team, quite frankly, um, but again, when you lose your quarterback and you don't <laughs> and you don't really have a backup, that's a problem. And uh, just not on a good path right now. I just don't feel a lot of good vibes coming out of Jonesboro. And uh, Butch Jones is going to have to dig down deep into his bag of tricks psychologically with this team uh, to get them to to, to mend together and um, try to try to be competitive this week, and then. You know, run out the string and try to find a couple of wins. They're a twelve and a half point home dog, and yeah. I think it's homecoming in Jonesboro this yeah. weekend too. Not, not, not a lot of good vibes coming out of Northeast Arkansas. All right. Well, let's hope they get healthy uh, miraculously this week, and then Coach Jones can have fun and, at the test. And the quarterback's the key because he has played well. This yeah, year. he has. Yeah, he has played extremely well this year. And so, I think uh, Coach Jones will be speaking with the media here in about an hour, so we may find something out about Blackman's status. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, in Conway, it's also homecoming, and the Bears are hosting. North Alabama, Coach, you've got some uh, good and not-so-good memories about North Alabama from back in the day. We were talking about it with Coach Brown last night, and the last time these two met was in the playoffs. It was in a quarterfinal game, and unfortunately, in overtime, Lions got over on the Bears. It was very disappointing. Yeah. Uh, did Coach Brown tell you that he fumbled the first snap in overtime during the regular season? He didn't mention that, did he? No. <laughs> you guys won in double overtime during the year, right? We did. And uh, so we fumbled the first snap on a play-action pass. And, uh, of course, North Alabama recovered it. They got the ball, set themselves up for a field goal. And um, I want to say Jeremy Pittman blocked the field goal. So it goes in a double overtime, and we beat North Alabama. Kicked a field goal and beat them. And then they okay. beat us in the in the – in the playoffs, after we had a lead, I think. Did you yeah. have to come back and score to before us overtime? Wasn't there like a touchdown, a two point conversion? I was like Shea yeah. Jones or late something. Got something. Yeah, late in the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, but anyway, it's always been a, a, a unbelievably tradition rich program uh, in the in the Muscle Shoals area up there in uh, uh, Northwest Alabama. Uh, a little bit of a snake bit football team right now. Uh, they have lost in overtime, double overtime, close games, had leads, lost, lost in the fourth quarter. I think they've got a good team. I don't know a lot about them. They can score some points, I think. Wes, you probably covered their running back. He went to Hoxie. He ran, they ran for almost 400 yards last week in a 56-53 loss at Eastern Kentucky last week. In overtime, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was What's his, his? I have to think about it. It's yeah. like some something Darius, Shadarius. I'll have to look it up. Well, Hoxie's had some really good football players, receivers, and running backs the last couple of years. He's uh, a little dude, but he's yeah, been productive. Yeah, he's, good. he's got about 1,000 yards this year. But I think the focus is on the Bears. They're at home this week. It's homecoming. Uh, don't lose many times on the stripes. Don't lose many homecoming games. Uh, again, like Arkansas, uh, Coach Brown and his staff and the players, they've had two weeks to get healthy, prepare, self-scout, uh, put a few wrinkles in, uh, get back in the weight room, do all those type of things. So uh, – 
Uh, I do think the Bears uh, big this week. I, I do like them at home this week. Uh, I think last week winning on the road at Kennesaw, and I think Kennesaw is kind of a shell of what they were last year, um, certainly maybe at, even at the beginning of this year. But either way, that win on the road I think will give them a, a tremendous amount of uh, confidence uh, with the two weeks off to prepare. Uh, again, if they've kept that offensive execution down, which I always worried about as a coach going, you know, coming in and out of an open date, if they do that, uh, I like the Bears big at home. Well, UAPB has obviously got more to overcome than just a, a previous loss. They've got uh, to adjust to a new coach because they have let uh, Doc Gamble go, and so they're going to move forward with an interim at this point. But that's, uh, you know, adds yeah, I'm to not it. a fan of midseason uh, firings. I mean, I'm, I'm a pro coach guy, obviously. Weird. Yeah, um, you know, I do think, though, we're in a different day and age. And, again, I feel bad for Doc Gamble. I mean, he's just, what, a year and a half removed from winning a division in the SWAC and just hasn't hasn't played very well, the UAPB, the last uh, season and a half, I guess. Uh, so there's some uncertainty there. But I will tell you this, and Wes, you may have a comment on this. I think you're going to see more marginal coaches let go. In other words, like they're coaching for their job and it just doesn't look like it's going to – with the new transfer portal and all that, I you know, I think that – um, There's more pressure to make a move earlier. Earlier, yeah. Uh, but you can turn it around quicker. Yeah, that's right. That's the feeling. Yep. And so, you know, um, maybe not in UAPB's case, but, I mean, like in Nebraska's case, you know, they've given Mickey Joseph a chance. And if he can do it and they come out well, then he's the guy. If he can't, then they, they're they already getting together their list and working behind the scenes to have a, a coach at Nebraska on hand very early in August. Hmm. And then – they can hit the ground running and recruiting, recruit his own team first, hit the ground road and recruiting, and then be able to have access to that transfer portal, and there's no uncertainties. Right now there's a lot of uncertainties up at, uh, at Pine Bluff right now. Uh, they've got FAMU coming in, traditionally a very, very good football team. Uh, they do have Grambling next week, who is not very good, so maybe they can steal one here in the next couple of weeks. But uh, obviously a lot of turnover and a lot of change going on down at Pine Bluff. I don't know all the ins and outs. Let's move to Division Two. I don't know all the ins and outs at uh, the Division Two level, but it's almost like two losses is a death sentence. You know, Coach Brown was talking oh, about yeah. the touchdown club the other day. Six wins doesn't get you anything in the FCS <laughs> and Division Two either. I mean, you almost have to go perfect or one loss or you're not getting in the postseason. We went 9-2 and two my second year at UCA and was the last team in. And the only reason why is we, we beat a uh, – highly ranked Delta State team who was the defending national champions on the road uh, the second to last week of the season. But I think I had three years where we went eight and three. <laughs> and it's, you know, hey. Nice season. Nice See you se- next year. Nice season. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Good job. And if you were eight and three in FBS, you'd be playing in a $4 million bowl. You know, so, um, yeah, OBU right now is in great shape in the Great American Conference, uh, undefeated, I think, in the top four in the nation. Uh, they do host East Central, which has kind of been a, a – a thorn in a lot of team sides mm-hmm. here in Arkansas. They've got a really good football team there in East Central. Was that Ada, Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they do have to come to Arkadelphia, so this will probably be their last big test before the Battle of the Ravine when they play Henderson State, which you can throw the records out. And Henderson's got a good team this year, right. too. But you're talking Harding and Henderson with two losses. They're really, really good football teams, but they're probably not going to make the postseason. Henderson would have to beat OBU and then hope to get in, at, you know, and I think they could. With two losses even? Yeah, I think so, okay. if they can beat OBU. Hmm. The um, regional poll came out yesterday, and Harding got some votes at 6-2. and two. Yeah, so Henderson would have to, you know, they would have to beat They'd OBU. Win, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harding would probably be, you know, one of those first four out type things, maybe last one in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because they do have some history there hmm. of making, you know, consecutive playoffs. 
one of my former protégés, uh, Todd Cooley, has got uh, Delta State undefeated, I think. Good for him. I yeah, didn't even realize top, that. Uh, top five or six in the country. Uh, so Wanted to uh, mention – D2 is pretty good football. No, no, no. I want yeah. to mention Control Wallace, who's a Bryant, Arkansas native and was a star player there and had some things happen, ends up in uh, at Henderson State. Two weeks ago, Defensive Player of the Week, and I saw some tape on him. Freak show. And then he followed it up this last week as the Special Teams Player of the Week. He blocked a punt and a win over Arkansas Tech. So wanted to tip our cap to the former Hornet – for his performance the last couple of well, they've weeks. They've got some really good football players, either over, you know, missed in recruiting, grew, got bigger, uh, maybe had some academic issues, transfer issues, whatever it may be. A, a David, David Walker, Walker. David yeah. Walker at UCA, I mean, one of their better defensive linemen uh, came out of Southern Arkansas. So, really good football play to D2. I encourage our, our listeners to get out locally and see some of those teams. Uh, I mean, you go watch one of those games and. You'll see a bunch of good football players. Camden, Fairview, and Hot Springs. I think there's maybe one or two losses combined between the two of them. They're both having really good seasons. And you got that game. That's the game of the week on the buzz. Oh. However, there's a pretty big ones. pretty big matchup in 6A over in West Arkansas yeah, this weekend. PA Greenwood. PA Greenwood. Yeah. Uh, North Little Rock hosts Bryant. You know, um, North Little Rock seems to be hitting a little bit more of their stride. Bryant, you know, if they're still way up there after their win over Cabot. And looking ahead to Conway. And looking ahead to Conway, that's right. Little Rock Catholic at El Dorado. Yeah, that's, that's scary. That's, that's a scary game there for Catholic. Defending state champs. Yep. Tough place to play, too. Yep. Tough place to Glenn play. Glenn Rose is hosting center point for that conference title. Winner yep. gets that. So you're telling me it's a good weekend. Conway Christian hosts uh, Bigelow for the conference championship. Yeah. Stuttgart and Lone Oak. Uh, the winner yep. will get second place. Harding Academy's knocked off those two. They've yep. got the one C. That's a really good game. Benton hosts West Memphis. That ought to be yeah. a physical football game. You know, so some really good Conway hosts Jonesboro. Uh, Randy Coleman does a great job at Jonesboro, but maybe too much firepower at Conway. Some really good Friday night football games. Uh, and the weather ought to be spectacular. Coach, you were spectacular. I appreciate you. Yep. We're, we're going to have a break. Thanks for coming up. Hey, you can hang out if you want. Hey, appreciate uh, Alan Kitchens over at Kitchen Truck Sales, Lance Gasway and that staff over there at uh, Farm Brothers Flying Services. Uh, good friends. Go out and support those patrons, man. Great people, great products, um, great service. Can't say enough about them. I've got to get on the golf course with those two guys, Alan and Lance, here soon. Like right now? Like i got to play better. But anyway, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Hey, have a great weekend.